Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. This is episode 28. For those of you who do not know, my name is Brian Pierce. And I'm Jason Schmidt. Thank you for tuning in, kind web viewer. Uh, little quick notes about the weekend before we get into the motorcycle-related news. Motor tickle. Motor tickle. Uh, Friday night went to the Band of Horses Kings of Leon show that uh, even if you're not in the <laughs> Dallas area, you've probably heard about because Band of Horses was great. Kings of Leon decided to pull the plug a little bit early because somebody had a little bit of... Too much Gatorade? Yeah, I don't think it was <laughs> Gatorade-related. Gatorade yeah, they ended up... Uh, sounds like somebody's got a wee bit of a problem because they've canceled the rest of their U.S. tour. And uh, it's one of those things, to be perfectly honest, I wanted to see Band of Horses, so I wasn't real upset. I mean, I don't want anybody to drop dead or anything, but I was just like, meh, made it easier to get out of there at a decent time. I understand. Yeah, um, after that, had a met a nice Polish couple that was sitting next to us, and they went and hung out and drank beer in the parking lot with us, and then... Rolled down to so Lee Harvey's. It's yeah. like right across the street, isn't it? From uh, uh, just around? a little bit down. Yeah. But yeah, I went down to Lee Harvey's uh, on a mission to eat and drink. Showed up, realized their kitchen had closed, so just had a beer and then bailed the hell out because <laughs> I would have ate the ass end out of a donkey at that point. And so I was just like, and I don't that donkey would have loved you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very popular in the farmland. No, but I. Uh, I needed something, and I was like, all right, there's going to be a 24-hour place around here, 24-hour Taco Bueno, that fit the bill, and I sat in front of my friend Tiffany while I wolfed down just an ungodly amount of food, because I had that, hadn't eaten in 12 hours, had a few adult beverages thing working. Um, where, nom, 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 yeah, nom, nom. I just was <laughs> sitting there lining items up across the counter. I looked up and gave her a wink and said, "Hey, you're about to see some magic happen." <laughs> All of this inside. Yeah, it's that's. There's nothing better than sitting there and eating about three thousand calories right before you go to bed. I'm sure that's the reason that I'm the pinnacle of health. But, uh, <laughs> pinnacle of athleticism. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I would agree. Get much, much higher on the scale than me. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's a good Man. scale. Uh. A Friday night, we came over to Jordan's and we made jello shots for the boat party that we had on Saturday. That was actually a lot of fun, and uh, I, I partook of stu in stuff that I probably shouldn't have, and it was a good time. Um, and my wife had to drive me home. That happens. Both uh, nights. I'm sorry? Both nights, right? Actually, yeah. Yeah, why not? Yep. Friday and Saturday night, I got to get driven home. That happens. It's better than driving home and getting a wreck. You only oh. turned 32 once, though. If I ever do that again, that's a good, strong point. point. Something yeah. really went wrong. Um, I think we made somewhere upwards of 600 jello shots, um, and then we wound up eating them all on Saturday. So that was a good time. Uh, the boat party that I'm referring to is uh, Jordan and I's birthday. We always celebrate. I'm the 30th, he's the 31st. He turned 28, I turned 32. We always celebrate our birthday together. We have lately been doing a big boat party. So Saturday, that was what happened. We had our birthday boat party. And... Four hours on Lake Grapevine, uh, two kegs, 300-some-odd cans of beer, somewhere upwards of 600 jello shots, um, and everything was sponsored by Seat Time-ish. Yeah, I had just a terrible time. Yeah, I don't like... I, I realize now that I do not like hanging out with people. Nope. Um, I'm probably going to become a hermit. Yep. And then buy a 50-person double-decker party bar and live on the lake. 
Because it was awesome. We lost my camera, the GoPro. We lost somebody else's camera because Jordan is the worst thrower in the world. Pretty good catcher from what I hear. In my, dis- in my, in my defense, I was shoved down the slide, and I was See what I, mean? I was looking, and in a moment, I saw my roommate, who is an ex-professional hockey player, and I just shouted his He's name. He's like, that guy catches stuff all like, the time. Yeah, that's that'll work. He's athletic, so I th- tossed it to him. He wasn't paying attention, and it just hit his chest and went to the lake. <laughs> so, Lake Grapevine got quite a donation in cameras this past weekend, and uh, probably some urine as well. It was a lot of fun, so hopefully next year, if you guys want to come, you just give us uh, the money before it fills up. I'm not pretty okay. sure that's what's going to happen. I think it was about 11 p.m. when Bloody showed up at the house, and I was already mumbling on the couch. So, that's Okay. We were at no, we were uh, nowhere near being professional athletes this, this weekend, but that's okay. We were paid by other people to do things much greater, and that was serve the greater good and make other people alcoholics. Hmm. And I think it worked out. Yeah. So I don't know, but some of the things that started where they started on Thursday were the X Games out in uh, California in uh, LA Live. Um, what do you think about the X Games this year? X Games seventeen, seventeen, X Games seventeen. Honestly, a little bit underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, the things I usually gravitate towards are BMX Park uh, and BMX Park. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll watch the vert stuff as well. I was bummed out uh, a couple years back when they took out BMX Dirt and put in all the mega ramp stuff and all that. And I was like, wow, let's create a sport that no one outside of these 20 riders participates in. That's awesome. It's like, wow, the next one they're going to have unicorn wrestling or some shit like that. I mean, let's I actually wear, put in something that I someone relates to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, this year with the addition of Enduro Cross or Enduro X. X. Yes, let's rebrand. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 fit there. It, fit yeah, there. it fit there. It fit X of everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, that was actually, that was really cool. To it see. was Definitely a highlight, I thought, for uh, just Enduro Cross in general, and a very good way to cap off the whole weekend. Like yeah. the fact that we had that as as you know, felt like I've raced quite a few Enduro Crosses. He's been to quite a few of them with me, um, and watched me fall, watched other people fall. Like I thought that was a really good way to cap off the weekend for guys like us. Yeah, and um, I um, I like the fact that, like you said, it got that exposure for Enduro Cross where. Some of your casual fan types that just see that, yeah, that are flipping channels, they might have been it, because it is so different from. I talk to people uh, that saw it that don't normally, uh, they wouldn't sit down and watch a motocross or a supercross or anything like that, but they were really engaged by that. I mean, I, I talked well, to chicks that yeah. were saying that, so it's maybe it's one of those things that'll help uh, boost the popularity of the sport and maybe get Enduro Cross to start expanding the yeah. number of races they have each year and the locations because I'd really yeah. like to have something down this way again. I agree. And they canceled the Guthrie race that we've had the uh, past couple of years in a row here uh, just north of us in Oklahoma. And that has been the one that we've uh, typically traveled to that I've raced at a couple of times. And it's always been a lot of fun. And, and for us, what I call Enduro Cross is the chaotic ballet because of the fact that it's they're guys that are the top elite riders, but the thing is, is this that there's so much just chance when it comes to enduro cross because well, when you're on a rock and it moves, stuff can get weird, mm-hmm. um, and that's obviously just one little challenge yeah. in, on the course. 
Um, and it's just, it's so much fun to watch because you get to watch everybody have so much trouble. Yeah, it's it's a sport where the top five names in it are still going to bust their ass. Yeah. And in and a good it's, way. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't yeah, get hurt. Yeah, but. don't get hurt. But yeah. Yeah. So... Okay, so a little bit of change-up. Like we said, they changed Enduro Cross to Enduro X. Uh, I kind of hope that doesn't stick. That's kind of gay. Um, but it was for the X game, so I kind of get the whole yeah, the brand, the rebranding change yeah. of it. Um, but obviously the start ramp is had some pluses and some minuses. The biggest plus was that it reminded me of the movie Rad with Helltrap. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but that <coughs> needs to be recreated. I think that would be a very well attraction for guys our age. But... But... I don't like the way that it was like they were working so hard to make that rolling ramp happen that the way it fed into that first turn was just a bottleneck yeah. cluster F. It was the worst fun. There was in the no world. way for it to actually function. Everyone would ball it. It wasn't like a start straight where everyone's trying to work in through yeah. a turn. It was just a straight line jog over with this tight spot. It sucked. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Um, we did see some good uh, wrecks, uh, and luckily enough, during the main, we actually saw none there. So that was good that everybody took off there. Uh, in Heat 1, Jeff Aaron actually came away with the win. He stayed extremely strong and extremely consistent, exactly what we were typical for seeing from uh, Jeff Aaron when we see him at all the Enduro Cross races. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to get Heat 2? No. No? Okay. I got Heat 2. So we I got Heat 2. That's the part I want to mention about oh. Heat 2. Okay. I That's like right. that. Uh, so, Rookstool got the whole shot, and he pretty much took it all the way into the heat. Like, he rode really, really well. Um, he's actually been doing a lot of the outdoor nationals as well. So, Kevin Rookstool, even though he's a younger kid, he can he's obviously can ride uh, yeah. a lot of different types. So Yeah, the thing that got me about Heat 2 and made me very nervous for a bit, well, I mean, I knew the LCQs were coming up, but I was very pleased when Caselli... Man Crush Central pulled up into second place, but then when he lost it there, I I was very close to pulling an Elvis and shooting the TV. I was I was I'm not gonna lie. No, you don't. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. Oh shoot, no. Uh, but hey, ended up getting through later on. Yeah, but that's cute. Still not not the way I wanted it to go. I wanted yeah. him to win everything. We had Rookstool and Roberts yeah. go through on those two. Um, and then we had Re- Heat 3 was where it got a little funky because we had Ryan Hughes making a huge block on Taddy Blazuziak right there in the nice little funnel turn that you talk about. Yeah. Um, and the way I I like rewound it and watched it a couple times in slow motion and Ryan Hughes became the biggest piece of concrete block ever. Like that dude just was like, boom, move out of the way, Teddy, and just straight up just elbowed him. him. It was yeah. awesome. Like, Rhino power, baby. Meow. Like, oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Nothing? Okay. Um, and Taddy didn't make the LCQ. That he tried it. Oh, he didn't make it from that heat. He tried really, really, really hard. Uh, he didn't make it. He was in third. Um, but we did have uh, Brown and Jungren. They came through. Um, Mike Brown. Ageless mm-hmm. Mike Brown. Brown. That guy. Holy crap. He is so awesome. Um, and then we got Jungren. He's actually a Swedish rider. He rides uh, Husabergs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he put that... I, we don't know. I don't know if it was a 250 or a 300, but he put that two-stroke up on top in the, for that transfer position. So I was happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Husaberg. Pretty hot. I and mean, it's pretty much a KTM with blue and yellow, but still. Yeah. Brrr. Yeah, there's no complaints from me in that. 
in that area. It yeah. are a sexy beast. I will touch you longer than you want to be touched. Yeah, this is going to be awkward for the folks at the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> you might yeah. want to charge me more. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you might want to turn your back in a little while. Maybe toss me a wet nap and a squeegee. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get weird. Call somebody. I'm not coming home. Yeah. No, LCQ1, this was uh, Taddy's point where he was like, oh, hell, I just got embarrassed on TV. Yeah. And I'm so, Polish. I need to win. And he came out and just railed it out, rode pretty much mistake-free. Yes. And which kind of needed to do because <laughs> if there had been a big deal national televised endurocross and, and he doesn't and make the he didn't make it shit's awkward yeah things would have been really weird back especially because they had that big old profile on him like before they yeah. started look at this mother bitches like yeah, holy they crap. were just like we're only gonna do a profile on him because we're certain he's gonna win everything and then if he wouldn't have made it there's a part of me that just for the giggle factor meh <laughs> I may have laughed I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna happen but you know but it could have yeah um the second LCQ, I thought it was kind of odd that they had two last chance qualifiers. I think, yeah. I think they were trying to diminish the semifinals so they didn't yeah. have a ton of stuff for random people who didn't it, know what they were watching to watch. But It should have really been the sort of last chance qualifier because it kind of yeah. dictates that there's one. So yeah. yeah, that threw me because I was watching it and I was kind of coming in and out of a daze while watching it. And Saturday I was skip, good. No, I was skipping through... Uh, some of the commercials and it came to the alright well here we go with the LCQ and I was just wait a minute I just watched that yeah. mean, I'm the sitting there staring at the remote and having a little caveman confusion moment <laughs> then realized that it was LCQ 2 dose yeah um, this is the one where we, w- we would have liked to have seen Dietrich come through um, unfortunately he was actually riding really well in second place but he wound up getting what I'm going to call Log Mountain just because hmm. I think that's a really good term for it um, he came over the first log on Log Mountain, and he just and, and there was a, a lap rider he was trying to get around. Kind of just chose a bad position, lost a little <coughs> bit of momentum. Boom! Front tire stuck in the hole of the rocks, and he didn't get out of there for a good bit. But that allowed uh, Mr. Kurt Caselli to come through in second place, which I of course was happy to see. And we had a uh, Destry Abbott with first. Yeah, there's um, felt bad for Dietrich, but there's no way. I mean, with yeah. what it helped to happen, I can't. Yeah. I can't be terribly upset. Yeah, no, that's okay. I like Mr. Caselli. Mm. Um, okay, so this brings us, right now we've kind of gone through the heats and LCQs, it brings us to the woman's main. It sounds like on the interwebs that there has been quite the talk about this main. Yeah, and there, yeah. there are some people sharing some colorful, somewhat amusing um, thoughts, thoughts on it thoughts. and opinions, but let's face it, that course... That's it's a tough, no joke. Tough course. Yeah, uh, yeah, and just going to uh, the Enduro Cross in Guthrie, you're sitting in the stands and you think, that looks hard as hell. You go down and you walk the course, which I had no reason to do, but if you just walk up to the... Hey, yeah, if you walk up to the gate and act like you know what you're doing, act like you're supposed to be there, you can get away with murder. Or just show up with me early when we were practicing. <coughs> Yeah, we didn't really have a lot of excuse the times they weren't racing. <laughs> just like just like I had no That's reason true. to be sitting in the pro section at the Supercross last year when I just walked up. But it was fun. Yeah, give a knowing nod, point to someone, and have them awkwardly look back at you. And like, see, yeah, I'm supposed to be with them. Yeah. But anyway, walking the course, you're like, there's not a snowball's chance in hell that I can ride through this I'm I may a, not be able to walk over yeah, this <laughs> some of this I'm, I, I might need a I might need a little hand somebody give me a boost touch it but I yeah so everyone ragging on the women's performance I I think it, I'm not gonna lie it was hard to watch some parts of it I mean there it, it was rough and in saying that I know that 
any one of those women that was out there would leave me like I was tied to a tree. They're such better writers than me. And They're so it's, yeah, it's just kind of how it worked out. Yeah. I want to say congrats to our friend Ashley Crowd. She was mm. actually one of the alternates. Um, one of the, She was the first alternate for the woman's uh, enduro cross. And just through the circumstance of events that came up, she wound up getting a position. Yeah. She made it to the main. So congratulations, Ashley Crowd. She's from uh, Pittsburgh, Texas. One of our yeah. local kids here races uh, Toro, Torn, TCCRA, all that stuff. Pittsburgh's in Pennsylvania, guys. Oh, you're an idiot. Hit yourself. <laughs> Hurt that's yourself. Like, you're going to Paris? Yeah. Paris, Texas? No. Yes. 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 Paris, that's what Texas I'm doing. Is exactly what I'm doing. They, they really screwed me over on these tickets. Yeah, I don't know like, why. Why was it $80? Oh, right. right. Um, so, congratulations to Ashley Crouch. Uh, she did finish. Everyone says yeah. she did. Well, man, dude, that was a tough, tough course. Uh, we had Maria Freisberg. Oh, God, I said it wrong. What is it? Forsberg? Forsberg. Yes. Maria Forsberg in first. We had uh, Tara Geiger in second, and then we had Martinez in third. Yep. Okay, so Forsberg lapped Geiger and Martinez. So if that says anything, that's how well she was riding and just how tough the course was for everybody else because that was pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. That was really, really tough. Definitely so. I liked the way that Bash took her digger off of Log Mountain into another log and got up. Continue, got back on her bike, continued to keep riding, and if you watch when uh, Forsberg is coming across the finish line, Bash is crashing again into the water hole right next to her. I was like, Bash, you need to change your last name because you're bashing the shit out of yourself. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it might just be a horrible karmic thing. Name change might be in order. You never know. Yeah, uh, in the men's main, it was finally a different story without just a non-stop sea of crashing. Yeah. We didn't have the tunnel effect like we, you know, you'd seen in all the uh, heats and all the LCQs. Um, as I said, like, this this really gave us a good picture of the chaotic ballet that I kind of was talking about earlier because of the fact that we we saw a lot of people making those small minor mistakes that turned into just the, the much bigger um, reactions and the way that things played out. And I was, it was, it was a very, very good main event and I am so thankful that this was on not just live TV but in HD. Yeah, because because oh, yeah, it made all the difference in the world. And like we said before, the other thing, the thing I'm most thankful for is the exposure that it gave yes. to Enduro Cross. I, I definitely, it definitely makes me hope that in the near future, that more that more Enduro Cross races uh, will be covered and will be, uh, you know, more concurrent with when they're actually raced. Yeah. You know, sometimes with the GNCCs, everything's really far behind, and you've got a couple weeks to wait. And I really hope that things like this, where an off-road series is getting more, you know, mainstream exposure, that this can bring, you know, mm -hmm. if maybe not live, at least more up-to-date uh, coverage for those events. Um, but what did we see? We saw Taddy Blazuziak do what he does best, man, and he won. Win. And he won really, really well. There was a chance where, or a time where Jeff Aaron was out front, but again, as we were talking about the little small minor mistakes that he makes, and people make. He put his front tire in a place where there wasn't a rock where he thought it was. Front tire dipped out. Boom, crash. And it's so, one of those things, no fault to him. Hell, the last yeah, time through there in James. that line, <laughs> there might have been a rock exactly where he placed that tire. Yeah. It just, the way those courses are a living, breathing, moving thing, Yep. It uh going to reach up and bite you. I think it's good to note that he was actually on a 350 the KTM. He is a very, he's typically a two-stroke rider, always on his either 250 or 300. 
And he was running 350. And what did he do? He still won. So, I mean, that obviously says a lot about the guy and the KTM equipment that he can ride. Absolutely. Um, and then his KTM counterpart, Mike Brown, finishing second. So, I mean, we've got the new Polish badass with the mm-hmm. old age, not old, with the ageless Mike ageless. Brown. And then uh, in, in the. Cirque du Soleil in third. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've got Justin Cirque du Soleil yeah. in third uh, on his Unkawafake. Mm-hmm. So, and then. Uh, Destry Abbott and Kurt Caselli to say about how much of men they are. They left this morning for the ISDE in Finland. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yes, yeah, awesome. I want to shake Kurt Caselli's hand mm. and never wash it again. Yeah, it's going to be weird for everyone else, but yeah. yeah, it's okay. All right, so that's what went on at the X Games. We probably took a little bit too much time to cover that, but honestly, I really think that that is very big for the sport. I thought it was a great race and what happened it, it, it couldn't it couldn't describe the sport more, honestly, like um the way just the, the race uh took place. Um the other race that took place though was uh the National Enduro at the Rattlesnake National Enduro that happened in Cross Fork, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah, a little bit of change up in the leaderboards. When you think of off road racing, it invariably whether it's a local race, things like that it's a sea of orange. Yeah, ready to race. <laughs> yeah, and there's a reason that that happens, and there's a reason that they are able to not get giggled at when they give that title ready to race because they are. Yeah. But this go round, it was a whisper. Yeah. So we had the the top two positions on the podium. We had uh, were two Hoosabergs. So mm-hmm. Nick Ferringer, who won the last round, the Jack Pine Enduro, mm-hmm. he won this one. And yeah. he said his main motivation for winning this race was to prove to people that the last, that his first win overall, his first overall win was not luck. Yeah. Um, and I, it's one of those <laughs> things I can absolutely see. You get that chip on your shoulder where people act like it's a fluke. And yeah, yeah that's a good motivator. And probably making uh, Mullins and Lafferty and everybody like, oh, hell. Uh, yeah. I hope he. I hope he's calm now with that whole, yeah, you showed us you can win twice. How about you get back there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously, I want to win again. Um, and then we had, so Michael Lafferty was in second, so we had both the two uh, the two-stroke ride and Hoosaberg guys up in first and second. And then Charlie Mullins in third. Um, we had uh, Corey Buttrick in fourth and then Russell Bobbitt in fifth. Uh, so that's kind of how the overall played out. Um, excuse me. It, it's kind of interesting because, you know, we had so much of a commanding performance by Charlie Mullins, mm-hmm. you know, for so long last year. And this year, be it the change of bike or whatever it is, you know, he just, he hasn't been able to, to perform, I mean, as well. Or, yeah. or he's still performing at the same 100% he was last year. And everybody else has maybe up. just stepped up their game. And I would think you have to definitely say that with Nick Ferringer. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is that he has either changed or just consistently kept the same... Uh, it is it is performing really really well for him, and I congratulate him on his second overall win. Oh, yeah. It is a great thing to see. Um, he actually didn't win the first test. He, he kind of uh, he he uh, had to kind of get his bearings straight. But once he did, he won four out of the six tests and just a commanding performance. So it was mm-hmm. really really good to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's really going to take some monumentally off performances for Ferringer to jump up for the overall right. or anything along those yeah, I think lines. He's but in it's third points now. Yeah, but um, others they have a pretty they still have a sizable yeah. lead. So it would like I said, it would take something pretty monumental happening for him to be able to leapfrog up. But it is good to see someone else challenging and it really kinda of makes you look to next year 
yeah. to say that okay, they're going to be more. There'll be another big name in the hunt, right? And that's a good thing to to think about because of the fact that we really only have two more races left in uh, the National uh, Enduro Series right now. So okay, so Farringer's in third. He's he's a handful of points down away from Bobbitt and Mullins, who are in first and second right now for mm-hmm. their overall points. Um, but I mean, you know, Bobbitt was in fifth. You know, yeah. and if, if 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 Bobbitt were to continue to have performances like that, and then we get Farringer in first again, and Mullins really is is maybe doesn't you know. It has another performance where he's you know Farringer's on top. Those points could chip away, and you know, maybe yeah. somebody has a bad race. There's only two left. It would be very very hard, as you said. But yeah, it's a chance there. It's not unthinkable. <laughs> it's not yeah. unthinkable. So there's going to be um, we've got two weeks now until the next outdoor motocross. Um, going to be uh, Unadilla in New Berlin, New York, and I think uh, we've got about a month until we have the next uh, national enduro. So we got a couple races coming up. And by that point, you know, series are going to start picking back up. We're going to—we're already in August. Holy crap! Yeah, that <laughs> kind of blew my mind when I realized that this morning. Uh, that's uh, that's shocking. Yeah, I mean, the summer—it's been hot in Texas for a long time, but I mean, <coughs> the summer really is kind of just just going away. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got about uh, two two more weeks till races. The series is in Texas start picking back up. And then from there, all the national series are going to start picking back up. Some of them haven't taken breaks, and the ones that have, they're going to they're going to be back. So we're going to race, and I'm looking forward to it. See where everything kind of mans out and where things leave. Yeah, it's so. it'll be exciting to have more going on, more things to follow, just um, more things to actually locally to get out to as well. Yeah. So and I was actually talking to Kevin Ruckteschel today. We were talking a little bit about Toro. I know that the board of directors they've been meeting, and so. The schedule's coming together. We're going to have a series again this year, which I'm looking forward to. I'll be on staff, and I know Bloody's hoping to make it to at least a couple races, uh, and we're going to have some fun. Y'all uh, are lucky. No. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's going to get Jordan's going to race the C-Class. Oh, yeah. I'll be walking around in my... I, I, I think I need to be on the D-Class for drunk. Yeah. No. <laughs> You'll know me at the race. I'll be the one walking around wearing a cape, my crown, and studded codpiece. Yeah. That's so. it? Just the codpiece? Hmm? Nothing? No. And so keep an eye out for it. Yes. Because it's magnificent. It is what everybody... It is what brings the boys to the yard. Mm-hmm. It's spectacular. <laughs> yes, my piece brings all the boys to the yeah. yard. All yeah, right. That really felt weird to say. I'm not going to lie. That's not the first time. All right. Um, all right, so if any of you were to try to buy a codpiece, how would you purchase it? You would purchase it with money. Yeah. And the thing is, is that what we need you guys to do is use a little bit of that money and help support seat time. We have pint glasses for sale. We want you guys to enjoy a pint full of awesome just as much as we like to enjoy a pint full of awesome. So please, seattime.bigcartel.com. $10. We're not even worried about shipping right now. We're just wanting to get you guys the pint glasses. So please, PayPal $10. You will get yourself a seat time pint glass, and we would love for you to enjoy a pint full of awesome with us. You can always have that mm-hmm. when you're watching us, when you're thinking about us, when, I mean, you're just wanting to get down and dirty mm. with your bad self. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Oh, outside of the site, which we know that you all go to and go to regularly. Which is that's a good strong. CEO. But you can also follow us on Facebook at ooh, facebook.com slash seat time. See, we are out there in a myriad of ways for your viewing pleasure. Oh, that was good. Yeah. A myriad of ways. Yeah. I like that. And the Twitter handle would be seat time underscore CO. So that way you can follow all the ramblings that go on throughout the day and how I talk about how I would rather be drinking than at work. But the mm. thing is, 
Work pays for the drinking bills. So yeah, I didn't say drinking at work. I hate work. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, get ready because it's the rest of your life. Yeah, work is definitely a four-letter word. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's some truth in that. Hmm. I don't lie. Yeah, I'm pretty awesome. All right. Episode 28, X Games was awesome. I do kind of agree, a little bit underwhelming, but I thankfully had a very, very high end note. So yeah. that I'm thankful for. National Enduro Series is coming close to an end. We've got some new names on top. I think that's pretty awesome. At the same time, we're going to have some National Enduro, uh, National Motocrosses coming up. Some of the series are going to pick back up. So what we're going to look forward to, join a pint full of awesome. Thank you very much for being here, people. We love you. Thanks. And all the internet awkward ways. Bye-bye. I'm sweating like a whore in church. My back is all water. Oh, God. Yeah, you need to get something that dangles more. Yeah, something pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something I want something with my birthstone. <laughs> um. <laughs> You'd be like a fucking good luck troll or troll or whatever. Yeah, get, uh, I, I, I need to tie it in. I need, I'm thinking about getting my navel done, too. Maybe something with a charm. <laughs> Jordan's worried about the clap. Mm. I would be too. Interested. Good weekend. <laughs> Jordan had fun with a woman. I really hope that's not her. Let's get it on. Okay. Wait, didn't that already happen? Was that the what show, you said? The show, the oh, show, the show. Right? Yeah, that's did my you roll, line. Did you go roll over cover and look at her and say, Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>